Morning show, Toby and TJ with you. Tuesday, April 11, 411.23 on your checks today. A1 and Turkey Bacon with you. Going to be gorgeous out there today. You should get out and take a walk. Uh, 77 degrees for a high. It's going to be sunny. Uh, I didn't check the wind, TJ. How's our wind looking today? That should be the first thing I check in the state. It wasn't of bad when I came into the station this morning, but I don't know throughout the day. Uh, here we go. Let's look at about uh, 2 o'clock this afternoon. What do we got? Eh, 15. Manageable, right? Not bad in our state. We can handle 15. Blowing out of the south. We got a little south wind. It's going to be a beautiful night to go to a ball game, folks. And I got good news for you. We got one. Mitchell Park tonight, 6.30. Sooners and Shockers. A couple of uh, perennial college baseball powers back in the day for the Shockers. They haven't been one in a while, I guess. Good morning, Pig. Pig's fired up about something. 6.30 tonight, 6 o'clock pregame right here on the ref. Uh, get out and enjoy the great weather tonight. Root on the Sooners as they try to uh, jumpstart a second-half hot streak Softball on the road tonight, ESPN2 is where you can watch it. They are at LSU. That'll be fun. That, TJ, that's a future conference show down there. That's right. O-U-L-S-U. They were asking me. I was on uh, John Morris's radio show down in Waco when we were, I guess it was Friday down there. And uh, they were asking about, you know, going to the SEC and how we're all feeling about it, all that kind of stuff. I was like, man, I just, I, I'll be honest with you. It seems like forever ago that we found out this was happening. Forever ago. Everybody's just like enough already, antsy. Let's just go, all right? Let's just get there and whatever. I mean, the you know, the goodbyes have kind of all been said. He was asking about, you know, how do you feel about this being the last trip to Waco? I, the same I felt about it maybe being the last trip to Manhattan or Ames or Morgantown or any of these places. You know, it's a little bit sad, but uh, I've said my goodbyes. It's time to go now. It's a long, drawn-out divorce. Yes. The family on the other side that you still get along with. You've had your talks and discussions. Right, yeah. Still in the same house, though, right now. (laughs) Yeah. What brought that up? Oh, OULSU in softball. That's going to be a conference opponent here in the near future, Teach. 
Uh, also tonight, OSU ORU in college baseball. That'll start at 6 o'clock at Obrate Stadium. NBA playoff play-in games begin tonight. These are the 7-8 games. So whoever wins tonight is in as the seven seeds in their respective conferences. 6.30 in the Eastern Conference, Hawks at Heat. Trey Young, I saw yesterday, TJ, that uh, I guess they've given the go-ahead in Atlanta to shop him around, see what kind of trade offers they could get for him. Trey Young, I'm talking about. Right. Mm-hmm. Be interesting to see if he lands somewhere. It's always smart. I always love it when a franchise gets a franchise player and they work so hard in the lottery to get these guys, and then they say, all right, let's see what we can get for them. I think Trey with the Knicks would be fun. Oh. I mean, I'd love to see him with the Thunder. but Perfect fit. Trey in New York City would be fun. If they would like to make that move and send Jalen Brunson back to uh, Dallas, I would be all for that. Let's uh, work a three-way, uh, a three-team trade. Yeah. The nine o'clock tonight, the Western Conference game, Minnesota at the Lakers, and maybe for the first time in recorded history, the Lakers aren't the dramatic team here. <laughs> the Lakers look relatively normal by comparison. Minnesota is a mess. They left Rudy Gobert at home, Teej. He's suspended for this game after punching, wait for it, his own teammate. On the final day of the regular season, there were words exchanged there that I cannot share on morning radio. They called each other a few names. It led to a punch. There was another guy. I don't remember his name. What was it, Anderson, or was he the one that got punched? Who's the guy that broke his hand? Uh, Jaden Anderson, right? Is that what it, who it was? Jalen Anderson. Really could tell. Yeah. How could you know? He broke his hand. He was mad about something. He punched a wall. So he's out. Minnesota going to the Lakers tonight. They'll probably up and win the thing. That's how this usually works out. The Thunder waiting in the wings. They play tomorrow night in New Orleans. They got to win twice to get the eighth seed. They got to beat New Orleans tomorrow night. And then if they did, they would go from there to either Minnesota or Los Angeles and play the loser of tonight's game. they got to win that one. They win twice. They're in as the eighth seed. I like this. I like the one-and-done game seven feel to these things. Do they deserve to be in or not? I don't know. You could debate that. Probably not. I don't know. But it's fun. That's what sports is supposed to be. This is fun. Well, one-and-done is dramatic. Uh, yeah. which can create fun, sure. Um, or you can be a team like Minnesota who fights to get there and get one of these spots, and then they say, ah, we're not going to do anything anyway. Let's just shut this thing down. Uh, Rudy, you're not playing tonight. We're going to suspend you for uh, the altercation. So, uh, What, you've got a broken hand? Okay, well, you're not playing either, so we'll just get through the night. We'll just get through the night. Having said that, they'll go out and win this game. It's usually yeah. how sports goes. But the Lakers will fall on their face, <laughs> right. probably. Uh, so you got Sooners in both games tonight. You got Trey Young in the first one, Austin Reeves in the second one. TJ, I know you were glued to the WNBA draft last night. Aaliyah Was Boston ever. of South Carolina goes number one overall. Diamond Miller, great name, out of Maryland, goes uh, Aaliyah Boston, uh, by the way, uh, drafted by my Indiana Fever. 
Oh, uh, Diamond Miller goes number two out of Maryland. Uh, let's see if there's anybody else. Of note, second round, Maddie Williams. Oklahoma's own Maddie Williams selected in the second round last night by the Seattle Storm. So congratulations to Maddie. I saw some of the photos. I guess they were all at Coach Baranchek's house last night watching the draft. Did you see, like, the moment when they found out she had been taken? They were in a commercial break. And her name just popped up. It said, like, uh, on the bottom of the screen, on the on the scroll, it said the Seattle pick is in, and it right. popped up Maddie Williams. It was the middle of one of those, like, uh, those uh, drug commercials. <laughs> I didn't notice what was on the screen. I saw the video, and they're all jumping and screaming and hugging and all that, but I didn't notice on the screen. I wasn't paying that uh, close you, of attention. You know, like Prilosec yes, or yes, whatever right. it is where they're rattling off the 50 things that could happen bad to you if you take this drug. <laughs> Her, she she finds out. I mean, maybe she got a phone call before that, but everybody else. I don't else think it would have been Prilosec, right? <laughs> I take Prilosec. I don't know. I get. I'll see. You don't. You don't have to watch a commercial to get that. I don't. I don't think so. I do have a prescription for it, but you can buy it over the counter too. So I don't think there's maybe, a, maybe that maybe that was a commercial for that. Maybe that. Oh, I'm, now you've got me curious. I'm going to find out what it is here. Uh. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Scrolling, scrolling. There's more Jordy. We can't get enough of Jordy now. Hey, shout it's out fantastic. to our man, Cy. He's listening on his way to school right now. Have a good day at school, buddy. Thank you for listening. Have a good day. serious side effects, including infections life-threatening and okay. death, slow heart rate, liver it's Seattle Storm. That is, that is one of those that, uh, swelling and narrowing of the brain's blood yeah, they start uh, listing all this stuff, and I'm like, oh, why would I take this? That usually leads to death or there, there's Maddie's name. This is when everybody finds out during this commercial. Don't let you seize. Anyway. <laughs> it's exciting no matter, no matter how. Uh, Get so, your anyway. name called. You don't care how it comes, just uh, as long as you hear your name. Exactly, exactly. Uh, how about your boy, Andrew Heaney, last night, Teach? Nice outing. Nice outing. Good game for the uh, Rangers. I mean, obviously what he did on the mound was uh, historic, and then uh, Dolis Garcia hitting the grand slam. It was a good night for the Rangers all the way well, around. Well, tell people what he did, what your uh, boy struck Andrew out Heaney did. Nine straight batters, tying the AL record. There's a couple of uh, relievers. Doug Fister was one. I don't remember who the other had that had struck out nine in a row. Tom Seaver, I believe, holds the MLB record with ten in a row. So he was just one off of that, but um, struck out nine straight Royals at one point and uh, tied a uh, tied a American League record. And it was I the club him. record too, past Nolan for the club record. Ooh. Ouch! Yeah, they'll probably trade him today. So. Were you rooting against that? No, I was not rooting. Against um, that. I, I couldn't saw... have told you that record. Sports Center, they had all his strikeouts edited together, and it looked like every strike three was a high fastball just above the zone. Like, that's every strikeout it looked like. Oklahoma State's Andrew Heaney. That's by right. The way. That's right. He says, uh, I like when guys have like uh, good outings and they act like uh, they, they set it up that way because he said, uh, you know, my first outing, I felt like I really owed it to the fans to be better today, so I decided to go out and be better. Yeah, wow. he just went out and put, he yeah, said, wow. I'm going to be better, and he just went he out just and went out better. Could you please say that every start so you strike out nine in a row at some point in the game? 
said to myself, tonight I want to be better. Tonight I'm going to, you know what, the fans deserve better, so I'll give more effort tonight than I did the, my first outing last week. We got Bedlam coming up a week from tonight in Stillwater. Still the best Bedlam baseball game I've ever seen called in person. Andrew Heaney versus Dylan Overton. 2012, right? That's probably right. Bedlam, breakfast at the brick. Mm -hmm. Bedlam uh, opened the Big 12 tournament. Andrew Heaney. Dylan Overton, both unhittable. Do you remember who hit the walk-off? Bottom nine. Third baseman, hadn't hit a home run all year. I do not. Garrett Carey. Line drive into the left field seats. Yeah, First home that. run of the season, one nothing OU. An hour and 57 minutes that baseball game took. That was without a pitch clock. It would have been an hour and 20. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Let me see if I can let me see if I can pull up some stats from that game on what Heaney and uh, Overton did. There's the mob scene at home. Uh, Andrew Heaney was still in the game. He gave up the home run. Uh, Dylan Overton and St- oh you went to the pin and used Stephen Okert at the end of that game too. Uh man, it doesn't give me their stats in here. I'll have to look that up during this commercial break. But that was a blast. Caleb Bushyhead, uh, Jack Mayfield. Uh, what a team! Eric, uh, that was when uh, that was Gray before he became Gray. You know, mm-hmm. right? Overton was kind of the star of that squad. So Cody Wren, I see him in the dog pile here. That was fun. Gosh, All right, quick break. That was that long ago, over a decade now, and it just seems like the other day. Yeah, it does. You're right. 8.16 in the morning. We'll be back. T-Row in the morning show on a Tuesday. Rolls on next. The T-Row in the morning show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment. The one for games. The one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. Hey, that copier you've got in your office is junk. It's time to upgrade to a beautiful new piece of equipment, and RK Black's the company for your small business. What what is this? What is this? What have you given us? Too many times someone has sat on that screen to copy their rear, and now it's just distorted. Gross. RK Black can fix that for you. <laughs> That's their Does new that slogan. Does that kind of slogan. shenanigans happen there around the ref RKBlack.com. Not since James Hell's been gone. So, uh, Text line. Take Nick, that back. Nick, <laughs> take that back. Wait the first time you said that. Uh, Knicks fans hate Trey Young. Uh, only if yeah, uh, if they were with him. him. They, yeah, him. play for him. Uh, play for him and they'd, they'd love him. They love him. They hate him because he always beats them. Uh, I once walked 0.7 miles to the donut shop with no issues. <laughs> it was the 0.75 back with two boxes in one hand and a half-eaten donut in the other that proved to be the real struggle. I had to call my wife. 
I have asked, uh, by the way, Travis, about chafing. Yes. Uh, the, the reply I got back was, 20-plus can put me in that range. But like the shoes, I've made equipment adjustments. I'm going to gracefully bow out of sending photos. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, this texter says, I am 46. Uh, where'd it go? What happened here? I'm 46, work for a printing company for the lottery, and walk 15 miles a day easy. Good for you, Mr. Smart Alec. Printing company for the lottery. I wonder, like, the so the job? Maybe the job requires them to walk back and forth a lot. be on his feet a lot? Which I'm on my feet a lot. I, you know, I walk the several miles a day, but I don't sit down much. So, I mean, I walk a good 10 miles a day. Probably. Yeah, let's don't try to take away from Travis Davidson's accomplishment here, folks. <laughs> It is, it is, I mean, he's, he's lost 25 pounds. He's walking a marathon with ease now to the point where he wants to go out the next day again. He's, this is something else. Really something else. I went through the P90X. a little obsessive, maybe? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I went through the P90X uh, situation where I became obsessed for a little while. That, I was probably in my late 30s, early 40s, and then mid-40s is when I went and started training for the Tough Mudder, mm-hmm. and, then and then I realized, broke down. then I realized, eh, I don't really want to work out that hard anymore. BT Dubs, uh, I have looked up this box score from the Bedlam game we were talking about. Mm-hmm. We'll get back to the text in a second. So, Andrew Haney, your boy with the Rangers, struck out nine in a row last night, tying the American League record. Correct. Heaney started that game for OSU, Dylan Overton for OU. Heaney's final line, eight innings, three hits, one run. That's the homer. Eight strikeouts, one walk. He threw 89 pitches. That's it. That is nice. Overton. Seven and a third, six hits, no runs, eight strikeouts, no walks. Stephen Okert came in, an inning and two-thirds, nothing. No hits, no runs, he struck out two. So combined, Heaney, Overton, Okert, uh, you know, 17 innings combined, no uh, one run, the homer, six, 18 strikeouts. I was wrong on the game time. It was an hour and 51 minutes. Leadoff man in the bottom of the ninth, Garrett Carey, solo home run, game winner. Completely unheard of on that game time. 151. Yeah. Here's your starting lineup that day for OU. This will be a walk down memory lane. Uh, Eric Ross, Woody, right? Cody Wren, Max White. Evan Mistich, Jack Mayfield, Caleb Bushyhead was in the sixth hole. Hunter Lockwood. Remember that guy? Oh, wow. He had all kinds of yeah. talent. They just could never quite get it figured out. Tanner Toll was the catcher. Garrett Carey was in the nine hole. Pretty impressive. Pretty impressive list of names. And it does seem like just the other day. 
Oh, Gage Green was on that OSU team. Gage Green absolutely torched OU for about six years. He didn't do anything that day, but, man, he was good. Did you move outside or something? Sounds like a bird sanctuary. That would be Piggy. She's got a squeaky toy in <laughs> oh, the other room. It's a squeaky room. toy. It sounded yeah. like a bunch of birds all of a sudden, and I'm like, is he outside, like, sitting under a tree? What's going Doing, on? Remember when Joe would do the interviews with yes. us during the uh, pandemic? <laughs> That's right. The bird sanctuary. Okay, back to the text messages. I'm sorry. That was a fun walk down memory lane there. Uh, this is all caps. Thank you, A1 and Turkey Bacon, for being consistent. Yes. <laughs> What's that about? I don't, I don't know. Uh, intermittent fasting has changed my life. It's for real. Okay. No problem with that. I've heard a lot of people. I'm kind of trying to do it a little bit myself and have been for a while, and it's working for me. But that doesn't sound like, like Travis is just eating one meal a day, right? That that's that's extreme intermittent fasting. Like I think the norm on intermittent fasting. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is you you don't eat except within like a six or eight hour window, whatever you select. Not just one meal a day, right? Right. Maybe it is. I guess you can dial it up however you want to dial. I mean, it that up. one meal. I guess you could sit there for an hour and just stuff yourself. Yeah, but it's working for him. I guess as long as it's healthy, it's working for him. All I picture is Jerry running Newman's postal route. <laughs> uh, we will, TJ, what can we offer Tulsa listeners who can get us photographic evidence of Travis in the wild? Huh, I'm sure I could come up with some walk. type of gift certificate some sort for of... something. Yeah. All right, anybody? This is Tulsa like your uh, fanny pack picture. Capture a photo of Travis walking, because it sounds like there's plenty of opportunity. He's probably walking through your neighborhood at some point. If you see Travis and you can grab a quick photo, uh, we will give you some sort of a gift certificate. Travis does say he just texts his meal is of significant size, he says. <laughs> this person wants to know if Travis was calling during that segment from a bathroom at the gathering place. <laughs> that is sent in from a different Travis in Tulsa. All right. Um, <laughs> Travis Forrest Gump Davidson. It did sound like he speakerphoned us. Yeah, he did speakerphone us, I think. Always slightly insulting when someone speakerphones us. That's okay. So Toby isn't going to move to Norman until it debt matches the University of Oklahoma. <laughs> yes. Is. Yes. Till they build an arena. Then I'll consider it. I used to walk three miles a day, and it would take me about 50 minutes. Good for him if he had a walk time for eight to nine hours. He said seven. He's, he's chugging, that's man. A, that's a pace. That's a, a mall walker. Pants swishing, just. Yeah. 26 divided by 7. Oh, man, I can't. He's going 3.7 miles an hour. I love how Toby is now trying to turn this. No way Travis walked 27 and a half miles yesterday around on the listeners that don't believe him when he started the whole exaggeration theory. <laughs> What did I say about the listeners? Oh, yeah, you were kind of saying that the listeners don't believe you, not that you didn't oh. believe him. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, 
Uh, good job. I'm deflecting the blame. <laughs> good job. You're, you're good at that. Good mm-hmm. job, Toby, for fixing the flapper. I was proud of my wife when she fixed ours while I was deployed. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Toby, when you changed... <laughs> That's great. Toby, when you changed the flapper, did you turn off the water supply to the toilet and drain it? I am ima- I'm imagining that you didn't. <laughs> I did. I would have never known to do that, but I did read the instructions on the flapper package. <laughs> and it told me to do so. But then I if you heard the whole story, I I initially installed it upside down and it wasn't properly flapping. So I had to uh reattach it right side up. Uh, Toby Toilet Flapper Rowan. Yeah. Quite an accomplishment. 8.31 in the morning. Quick break. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Andrell Anthony says... He scored an 80-yard touchdown in practice this week. Wouldn't say who threw the ball to him, TJ. Had to be Jackson Arnold, though, right? Oh, without a doubt. There's no doubt about it. If you remember, I was the one who originally picked Andrell Anthony to be a good player for the Sooners this year. Michigan transfer receiver. Sounds like he's off to a great start. 80-yard touchdown catch may or may not have been thrown by Jackson Arnold. George Stoya reporting that yesterday. Bama Tom is on hold. Good morning, Bama. Hey, guys, you miss me? Um, I gave you up for Lent. I like you so much. (laughs) (laughs) If you remember, my pastor did that one time at our church. He announced from the pulpit that he gave up sports radio for Lent. No, we gave up sports radio and music. So for 40 days, except on Sundays, no music in the car, no sports radio, nothing. Just prayers and rosary and happy Easter, by the way. How'd it go? Um, so it was rough, but it wasn't as rough as the year I gave up TV the entire list. That was horrible, and I missed March Madness. The other oh. one is I gave up candy one year, all sugar of any type. And then by the end of time Easter, when I ate like a bucket full of candy, I passed out. Because my body couldn't handle it. <laughs> anyway, I miss you guys. I love you. Uh, success and safety to your listeners. Be safe. And uh, let's get on some spring football reporting. Talk to you later, Thanks. guys. Bye-bye. See you, Bama. See you, Bama. We just reported Andrea Lanthony, 80-yard touchdown catch that may or may not have been from Jackson Arnold. Uh, boy, how about that, TJ? Can you imagine? What, 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 could you give up music? No, I, I no, I couldn't do that. You couldn't do it, or you wouldn't do it. Both. Mm-hmm. I would act like I did. Just tell people that. You sure? Uh, what was it you gave up? You, oh, yeah, you gave up uh, supporting the Sooners for Lent this year, right? Is that what it was? <laughs> yes, that's what you're hoping. Yes. <laughs> Again, I don't know how your wife puts up with you. <laughs> I'm much nicer to her than I am to you. (laughs) 
All right. Well, Teach, what do we need to know out of spring practice? we got a, a week and a half until the spring game. Bam and Tom wants some spring practice news. They're out What's there sweating out there? and working hard. Oh, did Everybody's you see looking Mac- great. Did you see the Desan McCullough tackle yesterday? Uh, I didn't see that one. I saw somebody oh, say something about him. Baby. Oh, I remember Ooh. what it was. I can't say what that was. That would involve another station. So someone getting oh. accused of saying he wasn't going to be much. He was just another guy and then talking about how great he was yesterday. So I can't remember where I saw it. Somebody had a video up yesterday of a goal line situation. And uh, I think the handoff was to Caleb Hicks and Desan McCullough met him when he had the football and absolutely planted him in the backfield. Remember, Teach, we told you first, Desan McCullough we think is going to be right. outstanding That's exactly what we said. That's exactly right. Indiana transfer. He's making plays out there. Uh, Andrell Anthony's making plays out there. Things are happening. Things are definitely happening. Um, spring game coming up in a week and a half. We got the Kyler Murray statue unveil. Got the big banquet the night before. Big football game. I guess we don't do concerts anymore, huh? guess we gave up on those. No, but they've got the other concert coming up soon, the Chance the Rapper. What's that about? Um, I don't know anything about that. Free concert. Oh, is he uh, headlining that free concert? Yeah, thing? yeah, yeah. Okay. That's who's headlining that. It's at the stadium, right? Yes. Fill who the stadium or whatever that event's called. Uh, I've just heard his name. I know there's some other people um, speaking at it and kind of inspirational speakers and stuff, but I, I can't remember. What's I don't the remember best the Chance the Rapper song that I would know? I know Chance the Rapper. I couldn't tell you a single song. I know exactly what he looks like, who he is, which is... Isn't he on one of these uh, shows? I think he was on The Voice for a little while. I oh, know he was man. on a Snickers commercial McCullough. at some point. <laughs> the Voice, yeah. I, I found this to Sam McCullough play. I'm going to send it to you. Dean Blevins' Twitter account's got oh, it. Oh, that's why I didn't see it. I, don't, I do not follow Dean Blevins. Uh, it's a nice play, Teach. You're going to like this. Uh, transfer... Uh, Dean says, going live goal line. Hey, hey, transfer to Son McCullough makes fourth and one stop with Ooh, authority. That is nice. That plants Bam. Him. Plants yeah. him. That is nice. That's right. That's a loss. That's yes. a loss of three or four right there. I like it. See, that's what that's the, that's the what BV's doing to the defense right there, Teach. You can tell already on that one play they're better this well, year. Well, that's what you want to see the whole spring game, right? Oh, man, that not is a hit. necessarily because that means our offensive line is not playing very well. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that particular style of tackle you don't want to see, but a hard-hitting defense is what I meant. There's no way of winning. Whatever happens, you're excited, and at the same time, you're worried. Great catch. Where's our defensive back? Great interception. Where was he Can't throwing that Dylan ball? Gabriel. That's right. <laughs> what a run. Did you see how many tackles he broke along the way? We can't tackle. So there's really no way of, of winning. <laughs> Do you like the idea of scrimmaging a spring game against an opponent, yes, by the way? very I'm much so. I'm going to you that. Very much so, yes. I've always been in favor of that. I think you would be able to tell a lot more than what you're able to tell. Like, what you just said is absolutely true. Like, no one is ever happy in the stands because you're like, man, what a great catch. Where were they on that? Can you not cover anybody? So you're right. So scrimmaging against another team... Would alleviate some What's of that. What's the bitterness. downside? 
Um, We're more likely to get hurt in that scenario. I, so, well, I mean, that, just, that's what people are going to say, but I don't think so. I mean, if you're going to get you hurt, you're going to get hurt. Right. That's what I'm saying. It, it doesn't matter if you're. I mean, you can get hurt in practice in an afternoon session, you know, or whatever. So, um, I guess technically you get half the work because your offense and defense is out there all the time as it currently is. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out. I guess you probably got to pay somebody to come play you if you're hosting some amount of money. I don't know what it is, but at least take care of their expenses. Why can't you have a home and home? Why can't you play two spring scrimmage games? You go there and they come to your place once. Okay, I'm fine with it. I just, I just think you would be the able NFL to tell a lot more. It. Yeah, you, exactly. You'd be able to learn a lot more. You'd be able to see uh, things a little bit differently, and it would be uh, be more fun for the fans. I think. Yeah, it would be more fun for the fans. And you don't get the conversation of, boy, they're just ready to hit someone else because they get to hit someone else. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that, no, I, I think we've come up with a great idea. It was it was ours and our original idea and ours alone. So get, get busy on that, Joe. Kenny. <laughs> Kenny Mossman <laughs> just texted me. For the first time since December 16th. That's a funny text. I don't know if I can read it on the air or not, but it's a funny text. I mean, it's clean. I just, you know, <laughs> I, don't wanna, I don't want to insinuate anything. There. Kenny's not sending you four-letter no, text? No, 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 it's clean. It's, it's just funny. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, let's do it then. What's what's holding us back? I, uh, seriously, what's holding us back from doing that? Why is there a rule against oh, it? I'm sure I assume there is. there's a rule I'm against sure there's it. rules against it. Otherwise, well, I don't know why you wouldn't do it. I don't know. I everything else is changing. If there is a rule against it, that needs to go away. So, basketball scrimmages remember the secret scrimmage? Well, you get an exhibition game and then you get a secret scrimmage that everybody knows about but nobody can talk about every year. OU usually goes out to Vegas and plays Oregon or something like that. Obviously, baseball has scrimmages and all kinds of stuff. So what, and I wonder where that would be the case with football. Is it just too – I don't know. Does I don't know why it would be more likely to get injured than playing your own guys. Seems like it would be more helpful the defense didn't know what was coming all the time. You could still have the rules like don't hit our quarterback and, you know – Put a blue jersey on him and all those kind of things, but <laughs> I just got it. anyway. I just got this text that says it's never going to happen because the coaches will be asked, "Why can't you win the spring game?" OU is zero four in spring games the last four years. What's going on? <laughs> it's true. Too much criticism. <laughs> Kenny Mossman said, "What is you, we were talking about? We don't do concerts anymore." At spring game, remember when yes. we had the run of uh, who did we have here? Uh, oh, Lee, Lee Bryce. Lee Bryce one year. Lee Bryce was on our show. That That's was right. fun. Remember that? That's right. Uh, well, not Travis Tritt. Who did? Who was the the big tall? Uh, the, the, the Trace legend. Atkins. Trace, Trace Atkins. Atkins. Yeah, that's fun. Kenny said, "What a shame that my replacement won't know the joy of signing a budget concert act to the disdain of all of Sooner Nation." <laughs> <laughs> we were always disappointed with who we landed. Remember. Why can't we go get Eric Church or somebody cool, you know? I was fine with Lee Bryce and Trace Atkins. It was other people that had the problem. I thought Lee Bryce was great. Yeah. 846, we'll be back. The word is spreading, and the ref army is growing. 
keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network and worldwide on the KREF app. It is time for The Crossover with Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. Brought to you by Orthostat. Injuries aren't convenient, but Orthostat is. Orthostat, convenient orthopedic care. Seven days a week, no appointment needed. Now, with The Crossover, here's Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. Chris Plank joins us now as we wrap up a Tuesday edition in Baton Rouge, I assume. Good morning, Chris. Yes, sir. Good morning, Toby. What's going on, man? How are you guys? Uh, we're doing good. How's the Bayou? Um, pretty awesome. You know, this is a. I didn't go with the team last night over to practice. I don't know about how you feel, T-Row, on some of these road trips, but you know, still having uh, kids that require early mornings, and I'm sure for you and TJ, having those early mornings whenever you have a chance to just sleep. Uh, I kind of took advantage of that last night. So we're up and ready. Just had breakfast with uh, the Sooner hitting coach, JT Gasso, and, and Jim Gasso. And uh, I'm pumped. I'm, from my hotel room, I can see uh, Tiger Stadium, uh, the home of the LSU football team, see all the practice facilities. So really cool. I know you and I have been here before for baseball, um, but a really cool softball setup, too. It's not necessarily oh, yeah? new, but there's a lot of room. So. Um, I'm pumped, man. I think this is going to be an electric atmosphere tonight, and it's going to be a fun game. How good's LSU? You know, it's it's tough to tell um, when you're comparing someone to Oklahoma, right? If they played Oklahoma in a in a three game series, right, the Sooners are going to win that series. But this is going to be a case in in the SEC. Um, all these teams are capable of getting a game for them from them, right? They're all. They're, they're all capable. And this is an LSU team that, that is capable. I don't really know what to think about their pitching. Um, I think that's an area where Oklahoma is going to be able to have some success tonight. Um, one of LSU's better players, they're starting shortstop. She's been battling a few injuries, and she's electric. She's a, a, a really, really good player. So I don't, I don't know what her health is like. She, she started to hit a little bit. Um, she started to play a little bit, but I just I don't know where uh, things are for Taylor Pleasance right now, and she's their rock star. Uh, we were watching some film on her last night. Well, listen to me trying to sound cool. I say watching film, Toby. I was watching highlights, so that's my way to try to sound cooler. Right. Uh, and she still doesn't look comfortable. You know, where you see someone that's coming back, and in softball, maybe they're slapping a little bit more, maybe they're laying down bunts more. So uh, they've got a they've got a potent lineup. But I, I just – this is a team that can beat anybody. Um, but also in that, you know, Oklahoma is a team that can run with anybody, which to me is a, is a massive difference in kind of where these two squads are. So I, it might be one of the few times this year where uh, this in Oklahoma State where OU is going to go into a place that their fans won't take over, right? This is, uh, this is going to be a partisan LSU crowd. It's going to be a partisan Oklahoma State crowd when we go there in a month. So it's gonna, I think it's really good for this team to experience that. Because when we went to Kentucky last year, Toby, our fans took over. It was, yeah, it was a packed place. And there were more Sooner fans than Kentucky fans there. So I'll be, I'll be curious to see what that split looks like tonight. Well, I know you haven't seen them all yet, but you probably have a pretty good idea. What are the best softball environments in the SEC? Like when, 
when we're in that conference, who's got the right. best road environments? Alabama. Uh, we went there in 2015. That was the year before I started. And actually, JT and Andrea, Andrea Gasso, his wife, they weren't on staff yet, right? It was kind of they were going as fans, and they still talk about that environment. The, the Alabama Stadium is is unique um, and loud. So, Bam, I think we're walking into one of them tonight. That's going to be pretty crazy. Uh, we went to Georgia a couple years ago, Toby, but it was you still had COVID restrictions. But that setup, it's got a a, a, a very steep kind of rise behind home plate and if you can get you know the fans packed in there i think that has a chance to really be a difference maker um having been to tennessee it's uh it's okay right they got, they've got auburn's not massive, great right auburn's auburn looks like it was put together by a 12 year old with a lego set i mean it's just all of a sudden it's like <laughs> oh we're gonna put some fans over here uh up the left field line um yeah no, i i would have to say what we're going into tonight alabama what about a and m I haven't been down there. I hear good okay. things. They just haven't been good. They've got a Florida. Brand new Florida's got a brand new arena or a stadium. And they, but they, yeah, they got a new facility. But they're, you know, they've got good fans. You know, uh, Coach Rocha told me they just started charging for softball games when they built that new stadium three or four years ago. Hmm. All right, you could you could go to all the softball games for free. So they're they're just getting used to it. Your what about the high back stuff? Oh, oh, go ahead. Go. What about like? In baseball, probably the two best stadiums in the SEC are the Mississippi schools. Right. Any idea how nice they are in softball? Yeah, we were there a couple weeks ago. Oh, that's um, right. You were just at Mississippi it, State. It, it, it's okay. It's okay. It's it's it would be if if I were to walk you to Mississippi State softball facility, it's it's not as nice as Baylor's. You know, mm. uh, in in the Big Twelve, it's it's not as nice as what Baylor has. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, Toby. Everyone is starting to invest more um, in this. Everybody is starting to invest a little bit more. And a place like Oklahoma State, for instance. You know, <laughs> Kenny Gajewski actually had friends of his that said, hey, we're going to build outfield decks out there. And they had buddies of his that went out and built those outfield decks. Texas has all new team facilities, but their stadium is garbage. So, you know, now you're starting to see in places like Tennessee and others. They see A&M, they see Florida, and they want to be on that same level. So I think you'll continue to see the investment in facilities, especially Tiro after Love's Field gets built. Yeah. 6 o'clock tonight, OU LSU, Chris, pregame 545, right? Yeah, 545. Give me a, a dub tonight against the Kansas oh, team we for need baseball, it. too. Let's we need go. It. All right. We got pregame tonight, 6 o'clock for OU Wichita State at Mitchell Park. Game starts at 6.30. That'll do it for us. Thanks to Travis Walken Man Davidson for joining us on the show today. That was fun. We'll try it again tomorrow. Have a great Tuesday, everybody.